Thank you all for joining us today. I'm Gary, Gary Salazar. I'm the Director of Continuing Ed and Workforce Training. We're part of Idaho State University's College of Technology. And uh, we provide uh, uh, educational classes, non-credit educational classes to our community, workforce training and apprenticeships. Uh, we're pleased here today uh, as part of this continuing outreach effort uh, of a podcast to be talking with uh, two folks from the STEC organization, Ryan Pitcher, Katie Leachman. They're going to be talking with us today a little bit about uh, an upcoming summer camp. This is the Ignite Their Future Summer Camp. So uh, we'll say hello to them in a minute. Just a reminder that our format today is going to be 20 minutes. And I never did start the clock, did I? <laughs> It'll be 20 minutes from the time I start the clock. And at the end of 20 minutes, we will go ahead and uh, stop it, no matter where we are in our conversation. And then I'll go ahead and wrap it up at that point. So welcome, Ryan. Welcome, Katie. Thank you for joining us. As you can see, uh, this is kind of a carefree, uh, easygoing way to talk about things. We've enjoyed it in the past. I look forward to talking with both of you about uh, this summer camp. So let's start, though, with having you talk a little bit about yourself so people get a sense of the history of who you are and where you came from. Let's go with Katie first. Is that okay? okay sure. Yeah. So I'm Katie Leishman, and I'm the Power Careers Advocate at the College of Technology, um, specifically with the Energy Systems Technology and Education Center. Wow. And Power Careers stands for Providing Opportunity for Women energy in Energy-Related Career Fields. But I'm also the Ignite Their Future um, Summer Camp Coordinator. Cool. So I get to do two really cool jobs over at the College of Technology. And how long have you been doing this? Just a little over two years. Okay, so you were involved with the summer camp last year. I was, yes. Excellent. Thank you very much. Ryan, how about a little history on you? Yeah, so uh, my name is Ryan Pitcher. I grew up here in southeast Idaho, and um, I actually i am an ISU alumni. Uh, I, uh, I ventured out into Oregon and worked out in Oregon for a while, and uh, I love teaching, so I came back, and, and uh, I've been teaching ISU for uh, about eight years now, and uh, during that time, I've done some administrative work and uh, kind of bounced around and done some pretty fun things with uh, the College of Technology, um, and kind of my... my Next endeavor has been has been this uh, ignite their future. Uh, you know, I've I've over the last eight years I've participated in a lot of outreach um, events, and you know, there's uh, been kind of a gap that I saw, and and we wanted to take all the successes that we've seen from the College of Technology and within the Energy Systems Technology and Education Center, and leverage all those successes together to deliver uh, a really a great opportunity for our K through 12 teachers and uh, our regional students. That's terrific. Thank you. And what was your background originally, uh, the degree that you started with and you went to work at Oregon? So, so I graduated with an Associates of Applied Science uh, in Electronic Systems and I went to work for a company called Maxim Integrated Products and I was a manufacturing test engineer. Wow. So I got to travel all over the world. Um, I did engineering training technician training and then I repaired uh, test equipment that did uh, essentially is performance verification on semiconductor devices. So we were real fortunate to get you here at Idaho State University. And I just got to let everybody know that Ryan is, uh, it was recently the chair of that department. Uh, he stepped down when they found somebody else. You were the interim. They were looking for somebody. But you held that for a long time. 
and I got a chance to associate with him. And while he was a chair, he was also carrying a full load of uh, teaching classes at the same time. So you've been excessively busy. And since you've turned that over, then you've been putting your, your energies to other things. So thank you for that as well. All right, let's talk a little bit about Ignite Their Future. This is a camp. This was your idea, if I recall correctly. Well, it's a continuation of, of different things that we've done. Um, you know, there's there's been Teach the Teachers. Uh, I mean, back in 2004, uh, they did uh, some student camps. We've done different camps throughout the years. So it's, it's kind of just formalizing, um, formalizing uh, a strategic plan to be able to do a long-term initiative that's going to support K through 12 educators and the students. So it's it's nothing new. It really it's it's maybe just again leveraging our strengths together to to make a great program. So but it's new out here. This is now yeah, year number yeah. 2. Yeah, this is the first time. There's nothing else. There's no other format that that does what we're doing. Um that I've seen out there uh, and uh, so I mean it is new in that it's just but it's new in that sense that no one else is doing what and, and kind of specifically on that is we're we're bringing in K through 12 educators and we pair them with technical instructors and then over the course of a week um, the technical instructors teach the teachers and the teachers develop lesson plans uh, that are age appropriate for the grades and map to state standards, come up with assessment rubrics for the kids, and then the teachers stay on and deliver the camp to the kids. That's tremendous. So there's a benefit to the teachers as well for professional training as well as to the school being able to deliver this and, and the additional benefit being to the kids who come through this. Mm -hmm. and, and on the logistics side, Katie, you've joined us now for two years and you've helped uh, put this together. Um, what kind of challenges have you seen in this? Well, last year I was not the summer camp coordinator, but I did help during the week of the camp and it was a blast to get to see those kids. What did you do? I got to go around and take pictures and I, I did a little bit of videoing and um, just kind of helped direct kids where to go and make sure that everybody was in the camp strand that they needed to be in and, and things like that. But um, so I really got to have the fun part and seeing them enjoy learning. Okay, that's cool. But you also had a personal uh, involvement with that I too. You had a daughter did. who was one of the participants. Yes. How did that go? She had so much fun. Um, she, she was a sixth grader last year, so that was the youngest age group that we offered last year. Last year, this year, we're opening it up to fourth graders and fifth graders. But um, she had so much fun, and she's just been looking forward to it all year long. So it, it was it was just wonderful to get to be there as a parent, and then also as as helping putting putting that on. So, so she's coming back again. She'll be going right through the same thing. Is mm -hmm. that the same kind of camp that you had last year? She will. She'll be coming back as a seventh grader, so it's within the same age group. So that age group is sixth through eighth graders, so middle school age group. But there's so many camp options that we have available that she picked two different camp strands, and so she's going to get to have a whole new learning experience. She'll get to learn new things in STEM that she didn't learn last year. And even if it was similar, it'll be something that she'll have built, be able to build upon from her learning from last year. Oh, that's excellent. So there's an interesting idea with this camp. Brian, I think you mentioned before this kind of a progressive kind of a camp. So students that come back, they continue to progress in their learning and the experience they get. Is that right? Yeah, so, um, you know, we have 
have, uh, for the fourth and fifth graders, uh, we have some scratch programming. So that's a, that was a programming language developed by MIT, and it's really a visual programming, so they're taking you know, blocks and kind of, it's a more visual type of programming. Um, but when they come back to the sixth through eighth grade, they can actually do scratch with sensors. So now they actually get to start uh, integrating circuits together and, you know, kind of the building blocks for robotics, right? And then um, as they continue on, they can move on to Raspberry Pis with Python and ultimately move up into doing uh, VEX robots. And, and they'll build and program and code VEX robots for, uh, you know, that we have different local clubs that do competitions. So mm -hmm. again, it's really about igniting their, their passion uh, in these different fields. So yeah, there's progressive strands that will, will lead. And they, they, a lot of the, pro, the strands will align uh, to different programs that we offer in the College of Technology and Idaho State University. So in essence, what I, what I think I'm hearing is, is while we're attracting a lot of kids and youth who have an interest, we're trying to show them where that can go. But there's potential for this being like a, a pipeline into greater education, whether they want to take it into advanced, second, second to post-secondary education, or if they want to get a career early on. This is something that can help them see the possibilities. Would you agree with that? Yeah, definitely. And we're working with the parents too. Um, Katie's, Katie's been coordinating uh, a parents' day. So last year, um, we had 40 participants, and every single participant—that's the child, the, the kids—they um, they brought in their parents and their family members we had over you know nearly 200 people come in on on the last day of the camp and um, and we said well hey you know we're missing an opportunity here to engage with with the family so Katie's been working on doing a parent engagement and um, so they'll actually be able to do some breakout sessions so we're gonna see uh, parents getting into Python uh, coding is that right they're going to get to come, if their student, if their child was in the Python programming strand, mm -hmm. um, then they will get to come and see what their kiddo learned that week. And if, if the kiddo programmed a game or something, they'll potentially get to play that game and, and all of that. So they will be a part of that camp strand, yeah. Well, that's pretty neat. I'll bet you they're going to have a great experience with that. How many people are you expecting this year if we only had 40 last year? Well, we're already having to double up on our fourth and fifth grade strands. We were, we were kind of counting on about uh, right around a hundred uh, uh, students this year, and um, the demand has been so great, um, specifically in the fourth and fifth grade um, camps, that uh, we we're doubling that camp. So we we had capacity for 24 fourth and fifth graders, and we're we're now going to expand that to, to to 48. So this we're looking right around 125. Uh, 125 total kids. Wow. Yep. So you've gone from 40 to 125. You're adding parents in there. Uh, you're adding new challenges because you've also opened it up to uh, earlier age groups. Mm -hmm. uh, this thing's growing. Where do you see this thing going eventually? Uh, like NASA? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I think. Uh, you know, I think if you don't set your goals, you're, you're never. You don't have anything to strive for. And you know, I I, I think Idaho State University has such a great diverse uh, 
number of programs to offer. Uh, we've partnered with the College of Science and Engineering. Um, we've worked with the College of Education. Um, you know, and so I, I really feel that Southeast Idaho has the potential to have, this could be uh, the STEM, STEM capital of the United States. <laughs> uh, you know, I think that uh, we're trying to have an affordable camp that that um, you know benefits K through 12 teachers and students and offers year-round uh, ignition and, and engagement uh, with our community year-round ignition so you'd see this potentially go on multiple camps throughout the year yeah the, the camps would go through the summer um, I think the the year-round ignition part would be that um, there's a lot of grants out there and a, a teacher may apply for a grant and they might get uh, granted for to get 20 VEX robots but if you're a teacher and you're trying to align to state standards it can maybe be a little overwhelming on how do I how do I integrate these uh, VEX robots into my everyday curriculum and so what we want to do is we want to help teachers do that and we also if the teachers are only using the VEX robots for a short period of the time of the year then we could help coordinate uh, moving VEX robots from one school district to another a small rural uh, community may not have the budget to, to, to go after uh, and have robotics or some sort of strand like that mm -hmm. and uh, you know our, our long-term goal would be to offer uh, the support to those teachers throughout the school year and when they're ready to have us come out we'd come out and bring the VEX robots out do a little refresher with the teacher they'd have the lesson plans that have participated in the camp they can deliver to their 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 uh, students and that that's kind of the long-term goal is that year-round engagement that on that way that's pretty good it's pretty mobile so are, are you involved with reaching out to, besides parents, to kids and teachers as well? I am. So I work with um, the instructors and mm -hmm. the professors that are helping to um, really, they're the subject matter experts for each strand. So I'm working with them. So like um, Alicia Knighting, who's our UAS instructor, I worked with her and, and she said, oh yeah, we'd love to come and, and do a new strand for you this year. Mm -hmm. So she's one of the new strands. So I work with instructors and then I also work with um, trying to get out into the school districts and letting all the teachers know that we have these opportunities available to them. Um, great opportunities um, if, they, yeah. if they're willing to come and join us. That's awesome. And UAS is another word for drones. Yes, I'm sorry. Uh, yes, uh, yes. That's really popular because we know we have a we have a class, a non-credit class, where we get a lot of introductory um, uh, uh, opportunities for students, and it's it just goes. It's always going. So this is terrific. I'll bet that that strand fills up a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I want to ask you again. Now, is it, you have your daughter in this. Um, already Katie and you have a couple of uh, siblings behind that. I do I have um, I have five kids total uh -huh. um, my boys are this year gonna be old enough to come to camp and they once they found out that they were old enough to come to camp and that we were doing camping again this year they were so excited they they got on the computer with me looked through all of the descriptions um, if you go to the website to register you can look up all of the the different class titles or strand titles and the descriptions and so we spent a good hour just reading through them and going back and forth okay well I like these two and then they would rank them they had so much fun trying to just pick the two strands that's cool so, that's yeah. cool so it begins even before camp you know the interest level there the excitement is there yeah that's incredible how do you see this comparing to last years outside of the growth I mean you see the same level of interest is the awareness growing out further and further 
Um, I th well, I mean, we've doubled doubled yeah, in uh, participation, like for registrants. So um, you know, so the kids that came last year are coming back, you know, f for for uh, more or less, and and uh, we have double the teachers already signed up that we had last year. So um, I mean, we're, we're really gaining some momentum. You know, we intentionally kept things small last year uh, so we could work out the logistics I mean, we felt like it was better to have a high quality and maybe a lower quantity but higher quality camp last year um, and so we're being very careful and methodical as we grow this um, you know this year we've partnering with cozy college of science and engineering to offer uh, three three other VR, strands yeah. three strands yep. So, um, you know, and so every time we add that extra layer that, you know, branch out a little more, there's just a little more layer of complexity and logistics. And so uh, we're being very methodical so we can ensure that we're maintaining good quality control. Now, this is only here in southeastern Idaho right now. Is that right? Mm -hmm. I mean, as people begin to get a sense of what is happening and, and particularly the growth and the interest, don't you think that others around the state are going to want to jump on board and say, me too? Yeah, that's what we're hoping. That's yeah. what we're hoping. I think that, you know, um, the, the, that there's that saying that uh, we can have the sum greater than all the parts. Uh, the, the, I think we can have that. I think that, you know, um, we see a lot of great uh, efforts out there. And I think if we come together, we can uh, have something even better. Um, and we can bring in new ideas and the strengths from these different programs and the positive attributes and uh, the skills, the knowledge, the dedication from across the state and the Pacific Northwest really into in to Southeast Idaho. And we want to partner with, with people. Um, we don't want to do anything competitive or um, not in alignment with the other efforts that are that are happening, we want to be inclusive. Sure. Um, but uh, so I think that that uh, as this grows, and um, we're hoping that you know, I there's no reason that we can't have people come and stay. Um, we have dorms available. We have uh, you know meal plans. We could do room and board. You know, I, I think the sky's the limit because um, we have some some great facilities here on on Idaho State University's campus. Right, right. Well, th that's an ambitious goal, and you're probably going to get there. I'm curious, though, can you talk to us again about where are all these teachers coming from? Are they just from here in Pocatello, or are they coming from outside of Pocatello now? We've got um, a couple from Blackfoot area, mm -hmm. um, Idaho Falls, mm -hmm. um, quite a few from School District 25 and Pocatello area. We've got some, some teachers from Grace Lutheran okay. that are going to be joining us. Um, yeah, I think that's that, that kind of just this this region region uh, four or region five and six. Um, you know, I think that uh, as we grow and we have the room and board available, um, you know, in the in the coming years, I think that we'll see that we'll have more teachers come from out of area. Uh, I, we did a uh, an event um, down in Preston, and there was three teachers down there that the. the they're looking at like, are they going to carpool up, you know, and so, but where the camp is two weeks and we're running, you know, a full day, um, I think it's a little bit tough for some, for some uh, 
out of area teachers to, to come in and, and participate this year because we haven't we're not offering the, the room and board um, you know lodging options All right so you've obviously been talking about this and thinking how we might do that but I mean is that a viable thing here the university does have dorms like you said and they're available in, in the summertime uh, does that still seem like it's a viable plan with the university? Have you gone anywhere with that? Um, yeah, well, it's affordable, so <laughs> <laughs> it's affordable. So I, I don't, I don't see why, why there would be any oppositions, or there, I don't see any reasons why we couldn't make that happen. Oh, that would be, that would be incredible to be able to do that, pull that off. Um, I'd like to ask you both, you know, from a personal perspective, you know, what are your favorite parts of this camp? You know, we'll start with you, Ryan. What was something that you liked from last year, or you liked going into this year? Well, I, I, I actually just was really appreciative of having such a great team, um, all around. It was, you know, I, I the the very first day of the camp, I was ready to run around and put out fires, and I actually was kind of a little like I, I just was want. I got to go and check out the camps. Everything ran so smoothly, and so um, that was a real real uh, testament to to the to the coordinators uh, work on on the logistics side um, our technical instructors our teachers um, and it was just amazing to watch these these kids um, in, in a span of one week go from never maybe touching a robot to competing in a competition where they're they're running a robot around and uh, oh I'm oh. so sorry oh that's we're all gonna right. have to stop that I meant to ask you Katie what what you thought would be the favorite uh, part for yourself I imagine it might have had something to do with your daughter part okay, of it yeah. part of it <laughs> well we're gonna go ahead and stop here and, and wrap it all up and uh, I want to thank Ryan and Katie for uh, joining us today to talk about the ignite their future uh, summer camp it's gonna be an awesome experience. For anybody who's interested in uh, in looking at, into this and finding out some more information, or wanting to register, if just come on down to ceTrain.isu.edu and you'll find the information there. You can get your uh, your kids signed up, maybe even some uh, parents as well. And educators, we've and still educators. got some room, and they can be community educators too. They don't have to just be K through 12 educators. Awesome, awesome. Now that's it. So please join us. Uh, take a look at our newsletter. Sign up for our blog. And thank you for joining Sweet Talk.